Welcome to Love Punch, challenging entrepreneurs, artists, and thought leaders to make a lasting impact. I'm your host, Ruby Fremont, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to take bold action and create massive impact through a powerful process that I call CPR. Courage, persistence, and resilience to go after what you really fucking want. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready and let's make shit happen. Hey everyone, I am back and I am super fucking excited to introduce this next guest because she is a soul sister of mine. So Lori Harder is a leader in facilitating transformation through mindfulness, fitness, and self-love. She helps people lock in their transformation by teaching how to create lasting relationships that support their goals long-term. As a successful entrepreneur running two seven-figure businesses, network marketing professional, author, TEDx speaker, 10-time cover model, and three-time fitness world champion, She offers a carefully curated set of practical tools to promote sustainable health, spiritual well-being, and emotional thriving. She's the creator of the top 100 Earn Your Happy podcast with over 6 million downloads, the founder of the Bliss Project event with thousands of women who've attended, and the author of the upcoming book, A Tribe Called Bliss. So without further ado, hello, Lori. Welcome to Love Punch. Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here. And her and I, you and I, got to (laughs) catch up a little bit beforehand, which was amazing, which is why this whole book and everything that we're going to talk about today is just so awesome because sometimes it just takes 15 minutes to drop in with a girlfriend and be like, oh my God, can you hold space for me? I need to say this and that. <laughs> yeah. I feel so much better. So thank you so much for having me on and just for being that person for me today. Oh, I'm so, I'm so grateful to have you and to have mm-hmm. been the person to hold space for you before the podcast. <laughs> um, you know, and it, it's funny because you were one of the people who really emphasized tribe for me when you invited me over at your house. I mean, when was that? Like a few years ago? I think so. Yeah. This one? No, it was in the last house, right? Yeah, I think so. And you had invited a bunch of girlfriends over and shared how important it was for you to have tribe. And for me, my entire life, I've always been sort of a lone wolf, you know, Mm -hmm. but I've always desired connection. Mm -hmm. I'm just not, you know, the type of girl who automatically opens up just with anyone. Doesn't mean I'm closed off but people always perceive me in that way. Mm. And so it's always been a little bit tough for me to create these types of connections. And especially as an entrepreneur, we're so in love and so involved with our missions. It can be easy to like lose sight. So I'm like really excited to dive into this topic of tribe Mm -hmm. with you, Lori, because I know that you have an amazing tribe around you and you've written a fucking book about it. So (laughs) you kind of know your shit. No, I think it's, I think it's so awesome because I think there's, there's so many of us who are feeling exactly like you're feeling. And honestly, I wrote the book because I struggle with it and I have to create it and seek it out and schedule it into my life or I can do the same exact thing. It's like, whether you are, you know, you're really on your path to your purpose or whether you're on your way there or whether you're not, we're going to fill our life with things usually that aren't the things that we, that are filling us. Right. Mm, Yeah. (laughs) 
hmm, we're going to fill all of that space. So it's really, um, the book was so important to me because even from short amounts of connecting with other women, it is life changing. So mm-hmm. it doesn't, I think when people see the book, sometimes it's like, wow, that, that sounds like a lot, or that could be a lot of time uh, invested into a relationship. But really it's about doing shorter amounts of time, but learning how to drop in with each other faster mm. um, so that it's more impactful. Like, I mean, even right before this, just right. me and I talking, like we kind of had this agreement that we're here for each other and the space is safe, like to be like, okay, I'm not going to judge you off of your vulnerability or letting me know exactly what's going on in your life and that it's not all beautiful all the time. It's like the only right. way that you can get to that space is kind of having these agreements. And that's really what the book is about. Right. And it can feel so uncomfortable mm-hmm. for people when you don't have the agreements, right? Because you're coming from this place of fear or you've experienced something in the past mm-hmm. that is now blocking you or you feel blocked to open up to other people, you know? Mm-hmm. So how, you know, for, for the listeners who are, do experience this, who do feel like, well, you know, like I've been stabbed in the back so many times mm-hmm. or like, when I seek support, I don't receive support. I mean, we've all kind of heard those stories and at some point in time, probably recalled those stories in our own minds. Mm. So to those people, I mean, what do you have to say about tribe? Because they're probably listening, wondering, well, I don't have tribe and I don't know who to reach out to. And I don't think anyone's going to support me. Mm. So there's so many layers that go into that. And literally we, I do write about just about every layer that I could think of that mm-hmm. had blocked me before. And then also blocked, you know, I asked a lot of women when I was writing this book, what is blocking you from having tribe? And so, I mean, just so that just opened up this can of like, Oh my God, I don't even know if I was ready for all of how right. we really feel about each other and all of the projections that we're putting onto each other. Um, so when people, you know, have something from their past or they're afraid to get back into another relationship with a woman, um, that's totally normal. And I'm not even saying that with this book or even using this book in the way that it's meant to be used, or the fact that if you reach out again and try to build your tribe, that you won't be hurt because you absolutely will be again. We're Mm -hmm. dealing with people and we're all Mm -hmm. imperfect. So what I'm more talking about is how do we deal with all of these things when they come up? Because they're going to. And if you look at the different types of relationships that are out there, it's like, why are we more likely to stay in a marriage? And why are we more likely to um, stay uh, kind of with our family? It's like, because we have these agreements that it's like, even when it gets hard, we're going to stick together. Like this is a lifelong thing where with friendships, we don't have any of that. Mm. It's more disposable. It's kind of like, okay, well, if you offend me or you um, don't reach my, or you um, let me down or you, you know, my expectation for you is up here and you're never hitting them. Mm -hmm. I'm just maybe going to let that go and not tell you what's going on because there's no agreements on, Hey, I really want this relationship to be like deeper or lasting. Let's talk about the tough stuff. Mm -hmm. So we kind of go through life like, okay, why don't I have these sisters or these people that I'm willing to, that are willing to fully support me and I'm willing to support. Well, have you ever said that? Have you ever asked for that in a relationship? Like, hey, I'm really looking for a deep connection and I would love to be here for you through everything if you're here for me, but this is what it looks like. Mm. So I'm not asking you for, I think what happens a lot is for me, we project something from the past onto the future, obviously. So mm-hmm. for me, it was like, 
oh my God, if I'm, if I'm friends with this woman or enter into this type of relationship, she's going to want all my time. Right. And she's going to completely drain me. And I'm going to feel like it's a one-sided relationship again. Well, there's a few things with that. And I'm just going to speak from my own experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Please do. (laughs) (laughs) Please, let's go there. Let's get it. So for me, it was like, I didn't realize that the way that I was showing up in my relationships, I was actually teaching these women that I didn't want to be helped and I only wanted to help them. So I was not allowing them in to help me because the second they would ask me, how are you? I would say, oh, I'm fine. How are you? What's going on? Let's help you. Like I really took this title in this place as the fixer, as the coach. And I took this title not only in life, but I was carrying it into all of my female relationships. Mm -hmm. So what would happen is because I would show up so much in that place of I get my, um, I really get my validation from feeling like I can help you. Mm -hmm. And it's just my truth. I was like, I feel good when I can help people. I get very validated when I feel like I can help people, except you know, when they would ask me how I was, I wouldn't tell them the truth because number one, also part of my past thinking that if I complained to people, but not even complaining, I just thought my truth was like, Mm -hmm. if I said how I really feel. Yeah. And so Um, many of us feel that way. (laughs) So many women feel that way. Right. Um, so I would never share that, which in turn would cut me off from quite a few things. It would cut me off from me ever opening up to them, helping me um, to me getting vulnerable to saying what I need help with, to me feeling like I was getting also equal energy back and forth. And I was just thinking that, oh, when I meet these women, they totally drain me because it's all about them. Well, was I actually showing up in a way that I was allowing them in? Absolutely not. Never, ever, ever. Mm -hmm. So it's two parts, right? It's me projecting saying, this is how women are not willing to look at how I am when I go into the relationship. So I accepting it's really so much about accepting full responsibility for how you are showing up and what you're asking for. It's like being in a marriage and being like, why doesn't my husband buy me gifts when he knows? Like, have you ever told him <laughs> that's your love language? Like the little tiny things are huge for you mm-hmm. or, you know, letting him know how exactly or whatever your, your partner, however they like to, or however you like to be treated by, uh, from your partner. You know, it's like, We're willing to have these conversations in our day-to-day life, but if we want deep connections with sisters, with women, we also have to have those conversations. Mm -hmm. So um, a lot of the things that I wrote in the book are not not only about, um, you know, taking the women in your life to the next level, like Mm -hmm. taking that relationship to the next level, but it's also about entering into new relationships in a totally different way. Um, and this is not for people who do not want to have deep connections because it's, it's work. Like it's, it's work, but it's less time than you think actually way less time than you think. In fact, the book is more like a, um, if you want to really meet with your tribe, it's more like one hour every two weeks. It's just what you're doing in that one hour every two weeks is going to support you in your whole life because you're now able to move past the surface really quickly and you are dropping in fast because you guys all have this agreement that this is this safe space. This is, this is what I'm going to make sure I, um, respect. I'm going to respect time. I'm going to, uh, respect your opinions. I'm going to release expectations. I'm going to, you know, we're going to agree to not gossip. We're going to, there's all these uh, different agreements that if we actually entered in, you would feel safe. 
you know? Right. And that's, that's so that's lacking, right? That's what, and that's what usually causes the internal arguments or the disagreements or the feeling of like, oh, I can't be in this friendship anymore. Mm -hmm. It's because like people, maybe someone's gossiping and you're not someone who enjoys gossip and then you're just going to walk away. I mean, that's your default. Okay. Well, I'm just going to walk away from this friendship because it's easy to do so because we don't have the agreements. Mm -hmm. So I find that really interesting. And I love that you said that, you know, it's just like once every two weeks, because it does feel to a lot of people like, oh, this is just going to take a lot of time. And, you know, a lot of my listeners are entrepreneurs and leaders and, and time is very, very valuable. Yet at the same time, they are seeking tribe. Mm-hmm. And so really to reframe it in that way and say, well, this, it's not that it requires a ton of linear time. Mm-hmm. It's just more con- being more concise and going deeper with the time that you do have. I love mm-hmm. that. And so for you know, let's, let's make it super real right now. Um, so that our listeners understand what they need to do if they want to do this, say they're looking to cultivate new friendships. Cause this one's a hard one for adults. I feel like, like, where am I going to meet my friends? Like at a high school prom at a dance. I mean, that kind of shit never happens anymore. Where do you meet your friends? Like, and then how do you just jump in and say, Oh, Hey, yeah. I, by the way, I really want to go deep with you. <laughs> so I, I, you know, honestly, and, and you can do it without it because I did it when I moved to California and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll also share that. So let me share with the book and without it, because sometimes so being a podcaster, sometimes I'm like, okay, well share some info that you don't have to like have the book for, but honestly, right. that's why I wrote the book is it's exactly an invite. So, because I was like, what can these women do if they want to go deeper but not know how to do it and you want to go fast. Well, the book is the invite that's like, hey, this might be weird, but it even says in the beginning, like this is if you want deeper connections and you want to do this together like once mm-hmm. an hour. Like if you want deeper connections and this sounds interesting to you that we could support each other and this could accelerate our business, this could accelerate our life, this could help us reach our highest potential because that's that's what this has done for me. Mm-hmm. It's like not been anything that has taken away from my life, it has accelerated my life and my growth and my inner peace, like times a million. That's why I knew I had to write it is because it's like, this is not just meant to be deep connections. It's right. because connections support your life, your health, your soul, your mission, your, your family, your, mm-hmm. I mean, my relationship in my, with my husband is better because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why the book is like, it, it says that in the beginning, it's like an invite to, having a deeper connection with someone you don't really know. Mm-hmm. So you can use the book, but here's what I did when I first moved to California because I moved so much and I had moved from upper Michigan to all around in Wisconsin to Minneapolis, um, to California, zero friends in any of right. these places, having to cultivate new relationships. Um, for me, when I moved here, I literally just went on Instagram. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all of <laughs> I searched hashtags like of the local area. Mm-hmm. Um, I searched hashtags of like uh, girls that went to Soul Cycle. Mm-hmm. I searched hashtags of people who went to Wanderlust, which is like a local yoga place. Um, so you were a cyber stalker. I was a total cyber stalker. <laughs> How else do you do it? It's real life, right? Now it's like a part of our real life. Right. So like, okay, so I would look at different people's stuff and, you know, I found a few people. I found a girl who runs events here and I was like, okay. I run events. I know exactly who you have to be to run events. Um, these type of events, you know, mm-hmm. personal development, all of this uh, stuff. And it looked like a really beautiful, successful event. And I was like, 
hey, I just moved to the area. Like I, I run events as well. I'd love to connect and have coffee with you. But, and I told her flat out, like, here's another thing. You can't just be like, yeah, let's be friends. Let's have coffee. Cause that's scary. Mm-hmm. That's right. not only scary from a stranger, but it's because again, it's the time thing, right? We're all afraid that if we let someone in, what do they want? Yeah. So right away up front, I tell people what I want. Hey, I would just love to connect. You know, this does, this isn't, I can't remember what I said, but it was something around it not being like a, you know, I'm not zero expectations. I would just love to see um, if we can support each other at all around each other's events. And right. I said something about time constraints as well. Like I get it. We're both super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this doesn't mean we have to meet all the time after this. If it's great, if not, we can just meet this once, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, I free, I l- totally let them off the hook before mm-hmm. even asking. And then I'm like, would you like to meet for coffee? Just see how, if I could support you at all, or if there's any synergy there that we can help each other cross over, grow our events or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and from that, I just started meeting people. Like even if it was, um, you know, different, uh, fitness people that I saw that I wanted to connect to and say, right. how can I support you? Would you ever want to grab coffee after a workout? And that's it. Like, as long as it doesn't take away from your schedule. Um, just saying that I get that you're busy. I don't want this to be like, <laughs> Yeah. Really a regular thing. It's just like, let's just see if this is something and we can go from there. Yeah. Cause that is a fear, you know, and, and yeah. as you were sharing that, I was even recalling so many times when I've been hit up on Instagram or on Facebook with people who want to have coffee or ask me questions or the one I hate, which is pick my brain. Yeah. Um, and we do make so many, like, I'm going to just call myself out here. You know, even when someone says I want to meet up for juice, like I start to go into assumption land and like, I'm assuming like this person just wants something from me or they just want free advice or they just want free coaching or they just want, you know, this, this and that. And then I start getting really protective of my time. So I love that you just said, you just put it all out there and you make it feel so easy to, you know, there's zero expectations attached to this, but mm-hmm. if this works out, if we can jam on something in the future, cool. Like that would be amazing yeah. too. It really does let people off the hook. And I think that's important to be like, as women, we don't have to be best friends. Like we right. could actually support each other and not have to see each other all the time. Like, oh my God, I'm so glad <laughs> you just said this. I'm sorry. Like I am such a huge advocate for this. And I've met mm-hmm. so many women who have stopped being friends with me because of this reason, because they want, they expect like we need to meet up every day or every week and we need to talk mm-hmm. every day. And it's really hard when, you know, we don't talk for a while yet. I'm the type of person like I'll pop up in a month and support you on whatever you need support with. It's cool. Like that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess the, you know, what makes it so feel so difficult now is the, the lack of agreements. And what you're saying is like, create those agreements. You know, maybe this person and maybe some of our listeners are like this. You're the type of person who needs a lot of time with your girlfriends. Maybe that that's your thing. Cool. Mm-hmm. Be upfront about that. Like be upfront about that. <laughs> and, and how freeing is that for you? Like, mm-hmm. it's really freeing for me when someone is like, you know, for me, I just need a lot of FaceTime to feel connected to someone. And for me, it's totally different. I do not. Right. So understanding that that is also a personality trait that you both could come to agreement on as well and be like, I so understand that that's how you feel. But for me, just, you know, it's really important that in my extra time, I'm spending it with my husband and my family. And I don't have a lot of 
extra time outside of the mission. And if you, you know, a lot of the FaceTime I spend with my girlfriends is at their events or supporting or at my events or things like that. So that's how we get FaceTime. And I understand that that doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but in letting that be okay. So the thing that I've learned so much from just watching the men in my life who have these amazing relationships and amazing businesses is they feel free to dance like that with each other. Like mm-hmm. they're, they're very much like, okay, how can I support you? Cool. Yeah. I don't have time for that. I'm sorry. And they just, they don't take things personally. And that's right. actually one of the agreements in my book is we take things so personal. If you don't want to see me, this must be something against me. Like, right. cause we all meet with this intention of, you know, we don't even realize we're doing it. And I w- I've been doing it my whole life. And, and this isn't everybody, but this is a lot of us from wh- mm-hmm. what I've been talking about with this conversation of we meet women. And if we connect with them, we need to be like their best friend or we need mm-hmm. to become best friends. And we need to tick off this box and see if they hit every expectation. You know, can she be, you know, if this is something I like, is she adventurous? Does she like to do personal development? Is she spiritual? Does she like to meditate? Does she also like to dance and get crazy sometimes? Does she, you know, and it's like, no one's going to be all these things for us. Right. It's just like your partner. Your partner cannot be everything for you. Mm -hmm. That's why we need all of these different people. We need to let them show up the way they're meant to show up, whether that's just one thing in your life Mm. um, or for one purpose in your life and to flow in and out and know that you can still be in my life, even though we don't see each other all the time. And hopefully what I offer for you, this one thing is valuable. And what you offer for me, this one thing is valuable. And like to really appreciate each other for that. Don't get me wrong. You're going to have your core, like you'll have your core, maybe two or three people that you can really, you know, know that you can rely on, you go deep with, and you can also probably see them more. But even my core, like they're so busy in their mission in life that we only see each other a few times a year, Mm -hmm. but we talk every other week. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, and also knowing there's not a lot of room outside of that to have so many other people in, in, in your life. There's only so many hours in a day. So I think it's a lot of, um, self-forgiveness, a lot of agreements, a lot of, uh, releasing expectations. There's so much that goes into it that, that, um, you know, there is to talk about. Yeah. And I love that you, um, mentioned just now something about, you know, the different people. And I feel like this is such a high school thing. When we're in high school, we're so used to the clicks, you know, like there's a click for everything. There's like the athletic crew, there's like the cool crew, there's like the cheerleaders and everyone's kind of got their click. And some people stay with their clicks even outside of graduation. And then others like me, you know, we scatter. And then you come into adulthood and you feel like, oh, I need that click. Otherwise it doesn't work. Whereas, you know, I found that some of my closest friends, they're not friends with each other. You know, I bring them together. Yeah. You know, the thing that ties all of us together will be me. And I've got different pockets of friends because I have different friends for different things. And I've really enjoyed having that, but it's like forgiving myself for not having the click, you know, for having that core group of people that I do everything with, like that just doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. Because we're, we're such different people, even Mm -hmm. from day to day and even in different seasons of your life. So some seasons you need the people in your life who are really business driven and supporting you in business. And you need to just like rally around that. You need to be in that mind frame. You need to like, just go into that space of birthing something, right? And whether it's, you know, like you said, your courses or whether you're putting a book out, like I can only 
eat, breathe, and live the people who are, um, you know, in the space of helping you get something out and being there before and really giving you the faith and belief that this is a, this is, you know, possible and this is a good thing and it's mm-hmm. important to work through the resistance. And then you're going to be in a season of your life where when this book is done, I am going to, I am going to recharge so hard. I was about to say <laughs> hibernate. <laughs> yes. Go on and a trip. <laughs> I, I actually don't want to be around too many people who are pushing everything out into the world because it makes me feel guilty about right. not. <laughs> so I am actually going to go to Europe mm-hmm. where people love to vacation and rest. <laughs> so my track will be people who are very much into that for a while. Yes. I know that I need to dance in different areas and let that be okay. Nothing against business driven people, but I need to like, I need to go down pretty hard. Um, (laughs) But you see how it can serve you. Like I can't feel guilty about not being with these people anymore. And they get it. Like there's seasons for everything to Mm -hmm. kind of go into different spaces. You know, there's season to spend a lot of time with your family. There's season to really bond with them. And then there's seasons to go and be in different environments when you need to do different Mm -hmm. things. Yeah. I love that. And it's so for when you said self-forgiving and and you have to be compassionate with yourself in order Mm -hmm. to like really understand that and drop into that and be okay with it, Yeah, you know, cause it's us who we're the ones who beat ourselves up over all this shit. And it's, it's really just bullshit. We can just be okay with having the pockets of friends that we have and understanding that there's different seasons for different types of people that you want to have in your, in your inner circle, so to Mm -hmm. say. So, um, I mean, I would love to give a challenge to our listeners just from what you've shared. Cause that inspired me. I would love to challenge our listeners to number one, go buy the fucking book. Okay. <laughs> the link is going to be in the show notes. <laughs> number two, Use the book to deepen your connections with people. And if there's a friend in your life right now that you can think of that it, it, you can think of agreements that need to be put into place or that you want to voice, like do that now. Mm. And, and don't be afraid to do that and really just own the way in which you want to show up in friendships and for each other. Mm. Thank you so much for that. And honestly, it's like the book is such a, I, when I was writing it, I literally thought, well, when these friends connect and they read this book together, they can literally just start talking about their stuff because you can blame the book. You can be like, okay. <laughs> Well, agreement seven is this, so I'm going to share how I feel. And then Mm -hmm. you can work through it with the agreements. It's really like that moment of having um, like the scripts and the reason to go where you want to go with these Mm -hmm. people. And it does it all for you, but it just opens it up and you can really use everything that's in there to create um, that deeper relationship that you want with people. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So again, everyone listening, go get the fucking book. <laughs> Link will be in the show notes. Use it. Okay. Give it to your friends. Buy copies for your friends. Um, so Lori, that's it for today. Short and sweet, but you just gave us a ton of information that, I mean, even I, I feel like my mind is like going in circles, like, oh my God, what can I do now? How can I show up better in my relationships? And how can I start like actually voicing my agreement. So thank you so much Mm. for talking about a topic that, I mean, I don't think anyone else is talking about in the way that in which you are. Mm, Thank you so much. I'm so glad. And that's honestly, that is my hope is like, especially all these women who are already out there really wanting to form these relationships and who already have them just to make them even stronger because we need all the support we can get from each other 
Um, I actually think that as women are getting out there into the world, that the support of another woman is, it's so vital. It's the only way we're really going to get our messages out. Mm, Yeah, I agree. A thousand percent. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lori. Um, So we need a love punch from you. (laughs) It's your time. What is your love punch for today's episode? My love punch. Okay, Ruby, explain a love punch. Is that like my... Short um, and punchy affirmation, mantra, whatever you want to call it, but short and to the point about what we talked about today. Oh, man, this is good. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. I would say, honestly, tribe is literally the thing that's going to take you from transition to transcending. And if you're stuck in transition and you're wondering why, it's because you need to create that really connected tribe to pull you through to the other side. Beautiful. Powerful. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're amazing. I always love seeing your face. This was amazing to be able to drop in and connect. I know you guys, I wanted to catch up with Lori so bad that I just had her come on the podcast so I could see her face. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's literally why I started a podcast, Ruby. I was like, how can I connect with people like really intimately for an hour? Right. So there you go. (laughs) Um, Lori, why don't you tell our listeners how they can stalk you online? Oh, I love that because I stalk people. Um, Okay. So (laughs) it is at Lori Harder on Instagram. That's where I'm at the most. Otherwise, if you want to find everything um, that's going on in my world, it's all housed on the website. So LoriHarder.com. Awesome. Cool. And to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of Love Punch, where I am challenging thought leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs like you to make a lasting impact. If you loved this episode with me and Lori, please share it with a friend and don't forget to hit subscribe. If you're feeling a little extra love, drop a review on iTunes. And if you just want to say hi, reach out. My handle is at I am Ruby. I will be back here next week with a brand new episode of Love Punch.